Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about UFC 291 because Dana made one of those uh, update videos that he puts. He's been putting a lot of them recently, and each one I've been loving, but this one especially I've loved. I love because they announced the card for UFC 291, and despite no official UFC title being on the line in this card, it is still a card that I'm really looking forward to because it is stacked. And it's stacked in a way that it's it's unlike a normal stacked card, if that makes sense. Like when I read out these fights, you're going to be like, man, this is just so interesting. I'm sure a lot of people have already seen the card already, but you have to agree. It, it's a completely different vibe compared to other stacked cards because, yeah, it's just... Very interesting matchups that the UFC made for this card. So I wanted to talk about it. And yeah, let's start with the main event. And that's going to be between Dustin Poirier and Justin Gaethje. A five-round main event for the BMF title. Like, they're bringing back the BMF title. And honestly, never cared for the BMF title. It was fun initially with Nate and Jorge. And then after Jorge lost to Camaro it basically just kind of vanished out of existence but I kind of like how the UFC is bringing him back especially for this fight because these guys are BMFs for sure and I think the title deserves to be on the line for a fight like this so I have no issues with the BMF title being back in the picture and yeah this fight man Dustin Poirier and Justin Gaethje oh goodness number two first of all, because they fought one time. When was their first fight? That was a long time ago, back in, like, I want to say, like, 2017, 2016. When was that, man? That was back in 2018. So th that was, like, five years ago, and a lot has changed since then. Dustin went on to capture the interim championship, tried to fight for the belt, beat Connor twice. Uh, Justin went on to fight for the belt twice, uh, became the interim champion as well. Both of their careers really flourished after that fight. And even after that fight, they were still putting on many exciting fights. So I'm excited that they're meeting back one more time again, especially because it, it feels like they're coming to the end of their careers, if that makes sense. Like Justin is 34 years old. Dustin is 34 as well. And, you know, they only have a few good years left before it's all said and done because you have a new crop of lightweights on the come up. And it's just like, you know, these guys, they're not going to be around for long. So I'm excited that we get to still see them and they're going to put on a really good fight in this main event. Like, this is Trisha going to be a fight of the year candidate, or maybe even fight of the year, because these guys, oh my goodness. I'm so excited for this fight, and I, I love the idea that it was it's the main event. They didn't even have to put the BMF title for it, but they decided to, and I like it. I think this is a very good idea, and yeah, Dustin Poirier versus Justin Gaethje, too. I honestly don't know who would win that second fight i want to say dustin poirier but justin gaethje really impressed me in his last fight against uh, rafael faziev so honestly it's a toss-up for me i'm just looking forward to it it's also a very important fight for the lightweight picture honestly i feel like whoever wins this fight would probably fight for the title next uh, yeah <laughs> probably although i kind of don't want to see it if it's islam makashev like 
I think this is probably a title eliminator because both guys are have been winning. So it's a fight with high stakes to it and also a fan friendly fight. So just so exciting and i'm looking forward to this main event i love how they made this the main event for ufc 291 but the co-main event jan bohovic the former champion versus the former champion at middleweight alex Pereira, who is making his debut at 205 in the ufc and oh goodness man this is so exciting this is exciting because alex Pereira is making his light heavyweight debut after losing the belt to Israel Adesanya in their second MMA fight. And he said, yeah, I'm going to be moving up to light heavyweight now. And although I, I, I was one of those people who want to see a third fight between him and Izzy, I'm also not opposed to this move for Alex to move up to 205. And honestly, I think it, it is the right move for him. I feel like that weight cut to middleweight is getting way too difficult. I think the ideal situation for him was to win against Izzy for a second time and then move up to 205 and try to become a double champion. Obviously, that didn't happen. But even without the belt, he's moving up to 205, taking on the former champion of the division, Jan Bohovic. And Jan, is, his last win was against... Well, his last fight was against uh, Magomed Ankalaev, which ended in a draw that was for the vacant light heavyweight championship. No one walked away with that belt. Before that, he beat Alexander Rakic. Alexander got injured in the third round, but he was looking good before that knee injury from Rakic. And then that fight against Magomed Ankalaev, I was also impressed as well because I thought Magomed was going to win that fight easily, but uh, Jan made it a draw and he was very competitive in that fight so even at 40 years old man Jan is still looking good and I think he will be a very tough test for Alex Pereira but Alex Pereira will also be a tough test for Jan Bohovic so that's a very exciting fight as well who do I think is going to win honestly I want to lean more towards Alex Pereira yeah, I think it will probably be Alex Pereira. But at the same time, Jan is good with his wrestling. We've seen that with Israel Adesanya. So who knows? Maybe he'll bring Pereira down and then Alex is going to have troubles there. So it's also a toss up too, in my opinion. I'm going to lean more towards Alex for now. Now, let's talk about Tony Ferguson. He's coming back to lightweight and he's going to be fighting Bobby Green. Oh, like, yo, all these fights, man. Like, I love all of these fights. Tony Ferguson. Oh my gosh, man. I, I love Tony Ferguson. Even despite this long losing streak, I always look forward to him fighting. Such a fan favorite, such a staple in MMA. And then Bobby Green. I love Bobby Green, man. Like he's one of my favorite fighters and he's coming off of that no contest against, uh, what was the name? Against Jared Gordon because of the accidental head clash unfortunate for him but uh now he's getting this huge fight against tony ferguson yes tony is on a five fight losing streak now um but still man this is a good fight uh, it sucks though because i see bobby green winning this fight against tony i just I, I really don't think tony has it anymore i don't think he could beat many fighters in the UFC at this point, which sucks to say, but um, I hope he makes it a, a competitive fight against Bobby. I think that would be very nice, but in the end, I, I do think Bobby's going to win, and this has the potential of being a fun fight too, or maybe even like a nice finish in my opinion. So looking forward to that one as well. 
Now we move to the middleweight division. Paulo Costa is making his return. And honestly, I'm, I'm kind of surprised by this matchup. Paulo Costa is going to be fighting Ikram Alaskarov. And Ikram is not a well-known name to many, but he is a Dagestani fighter. He is 14-1. and one. He is on a six-fight win streak. He's been looking impressive. He has fought in Brave FC, Eagle FC, won a fight in Dana White's Contender Series, and then in his UFC debut, defeated Phil Hawes by KO in the first round. So this guy is a dangerous fighter. And, you know, I think this is such a, a punishment for Apollo for all the troubles he's been causing for the UFC. They're like, man, screw this guy. We're going to give him a tough up-and-comer so then they he could beat Paulo and Paulo's stock will go down. This is a very tough fight for Paulo Costa, and I'll be surprised if he uh, defeats. Uh, I'll be surprised if Paulo defeats uh, Ikram. And another thing I wanted to mention was that Ikram was his only one defeat was to Hamza Chimaev back in 2019 before the UFC, and that was Hamza one of Hamza's toughest tests before. Hamzat fought Gilbert Burns, in my opinion. That was a very tough fight for him, but Hamzat ended up winning by knockout in the first round. I know that doesn't sound like a tough fight, but it was a tough fight before that knockout. Um, but yeah, like aside from that, Ikram is the real deal, and this is going to be a huge fight for him against Paulo Costa. If he wins, he's going to like really jump into the rankings right away. He's Paulo is number five. If Ikram wins, he's not. Ikram's not even a top fifteen guy. So if he wins, he's gonna jump jump right into the top five, which will be huge for his career. And honestly, I feel like that's that's something the UFC wants for a potential rematch between him and Hamza in the future at middleweight. So that 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 also makes sense in that perspective. But it definitely is a fight that is looking to punish Paulo because of all the troubles Paulo caused. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Ikram wins this fight to be honest because like Paulo I just don't think he really has it anymore his last one was against Luke Rockhold wasn't the most impressive performance before that lost two in a row and he, he's just been very inactive overall I think Paulo's a very good fighter but with all his inactivity and all of his shen shenanigans yeah like I just don't think um he'll be able to win this fight but if he does that's a huge win for him Stephen Thompson versus Michelle Pereira, welterweight. Like, this is, you know, the UFC is like, let's just make banger after banger, basically. And this is one of those bangers again. What, what an exciting fight this is. Two strikers and two very different strikers. Stephen is the more technical striker. Michelle is the more wild striker who likes to mix things up. They both like to mix things up. They both are technical, but Michelle more crazy, Steven more technical. And yeah, what a fun fight this one is. Honestly, I, I don't, I, I I like this matchup, especially because Steven was like, I want to fight fun fights, which means basically fighters who don't like to bring the action down. And we saw that in his last fight against Kevin Holland, how they just basically stood up the whole time. And I, I see the same thing happening with Michelle Pereira. And yeah, this is going to be a very fun fight. This has the potential of being a, a fight of the year, to be honest, um, or a fight of the night. One of those, you know, it, it, it's just a very exciting fight, in my opinion. So that's also going to be on this card as well. Who do I think will win? Honestly, I think Michelle Pereira is going to win. He's been looking very impressive. He's on a five fight win streak. 
Yeah, I think uh, Michel Pereira could win this fight. So um, I'll probably go with him. But I like Steven too. Like, you can't ever count out Steven, even though he's 40 years old now. He's still such a technical fighter. So who knows? Maybe he'll pull out the win in this fight too. Heavyweight, we have Derek Lewis versus Marcos Rogerio de Lima. Okay. Like, you know, Derek Lewis hasn't been looking too impressive as of recent. It seems like he's on the tail end of his career. His last fight against Sergei Spivak was just, it was a disaster, like very quick finish. Before that, got knocked out by Sergei Pavlovich in the first minute. Uh, before that, lost to Taitui Vasa, second round KO. His last one was against Chris Dawkins. <laughs> All due respect to Chris Dawkins, but a lot of people have beaten Chris Dawkins. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, top guys for sure he's been losing to, but it, it's just, it seems like he he's no longer the same Derek Lewis that uh, at one point was contending for titles. He, his last time, the last time he contended for a title was back in 2021 for the interim heavyweight championship against Cyril Gaon. Unfortunately, unable to get the win there, but um, yeah, you know, I, I, it's going to be a hard one. He's going up against Marcos Rogerio de Lima coming off a win a couple of weeks ago. And uh, he's on a two-fight win streak. You know, I don't know, man. This is a very hard fight to pick. I'm not too high on Marcos, but at the same time, I'm not too high on Derek Lewis at this point in his career. I, I really don't know who's going to win. I want to lean more towards Derek Lewis, but maybe Marcos will shine in this big moment because this definitely is a huge fight for him. So who knows what's going to happen there? This is why I like this card. It's really hard to pick fights in this one because it, it truly could go to either man so far. Um, and then at welterweight, we have Michael Chiesa versus Kevin Holland. That's also a very fun fight. Fun welterweight fight. Michael Chiesa, two-fight losing streak. Uh, Kevin Holland, is he on a two-fight losing streak? No, he his last one was against Santiago Ponzinibbio, that knockout. I forgot about that. That was impressive. Um, yeah, like th that's a solid fight as well, man. Like I, 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 I don't know who's going to win that fight. Both uh, solid fighters. Michael Chiesa seems more on the tail end of his career, in my opinion. Kevin Holland, um, he's a mixed bag, man. Like sometimes it seems like he has the potential. Sometimes it just seems like he, he doesn't like his, his defeat against Steven Thompson. He, he really could have won it if he fought it smarter and brought the fight down, but he wanted to be a fan favorite and keep the action up. And that was a big mistake for him before that he lost to Hamza Chimaya very quickly in the first round. And that was, uh, that sucked, but that was on short notice, so I, I can't really blame him. But aside from that, he's been looking good at welterweight. And yeah, like I, I think Kevin Holland could win this fight against Michael Chiesa, which would be huge because Michael is number 12 in the rankings. And it, it would be cool to see Kevin Holland in the rankings. I would, I would like to see how far Kevin Holland can go at welterweight. I think he could at least make it into the top 10. If he makes it to the top five, that would be very impressive. But uh, yeah, I think he could beat Michael Chiesa. And yeah, those are the matchups so far that have been made for this UFC 291 card. This is it's just so exciting, man. I'm looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, let me know what you think. What are your thoughts on this card? Who are your picks for this fight? Which fight are you looking forward to the most? But that's all I have for now. So I'll see you in my next one. Bye bye.